Light up the lucky It's cabby time. Settle back in your chair. There's baseball in the air right now. It's cabby time. There's my boys, how are you? You good boys, I love you. Yeah, give me kisses. Hi, boys, yeah, there you are, boys. Extra, extra, read all about it. Opening day. How will the big podcast address the new season? All eyes will be on Kev Sheeler and Kevin Gincholo as they dissect their award-winning brand of comprehensive baseball coverage. Extra! It's opening day? What? I was about to hit the slopes. What the fuck is that kid talking about? Hello, Master Sheeler. My name is Gabriel, your new Toyota RAV4. I hope you'll enjoy our experience together. Gabriel, not to be presumptuous, but are those tangerines I smell? Why, yes, sir. For your freshly squeezed Miller Lite Mimosa. I've come equipped with several new concierge features to be of your assistance. As per your request, I've scheduled your luncheon meeting with Mr. Greg Zahn later this afternoon at Montana's Cookhouse. I've also taken the liberty of preparing several Zani-approved conversation topics to ensure the manalist himself will welcome you to his Zontourage. Talking points such as, your whore ex-wife is a real piece of work, huh? It's none of her business why you continue to remain living in the greater Toronto area, despite being fired from Rogers Sportsnet over three and a half years ago. Any assumptions you're remaining in the country to avoid previously agreed-upon child support payments are an egregious misrepresentation of character. Who in their right mind would ever wish to return to Southern California once you've tasted the irresistible sensation that is January in Etobicoke? May I see your World Series ring? When I think of the Florida Marlins' historic 1997 postseason run, the first name that comes to my mind is you, Mr. Zahn, despite having no hits in two plate appearances in the Fall Classic itself, one of which you nearly hit into a double play in a botched sacrifice bunt attempt. Did you ever know you are my hero? And everything I would like to be? I can fly higher than an eagle, for you are the wind beneath my wing. Thank you, Gabriel. You're as insightful as you are thought-provoking. Gabriel, who is the most popular online podcaster in the coveted online hotbed of southwestern Ontario? Kev Sheeler. 
the mastermind behind Kevy's Country Breakfast. He is so much sexier than his Mick Dago co-host, Kevin Chincholo, who is unfunny and fat. Oh, Gabriel, stop it. If something were ever to happen to him, maybe I could co-host the show with you. I could make insightful comments like, Texas Ranger fans are pussies, eh? You're not mad at Jose Batista. You're mad at your dog shit choker team. You're mad at three consecutive heirs. You're mad at Sam Dyson shitting his pants. You're mad at yourselves. You are a bitch. Pretty good, huh? Honestly, there's not even that much separating you two at this point, but for the love of Christ, can you put Chincholo on the phone? As you wish, sir. Calling Kevin Chincholo. Hello? One second. Chinchalo, baby. It's Mr. Sheeler. Thank you, sweetheart. I just made a little eggs benny a la Chincholo. Why don't you go help yourself? Come here, though. Let me, let me give you a little pat on the tush. Don't fucking touch those gogurts, though, or we're going to have big problems. What's that keener cracker-ass cunt want from me anyways? We've never done an opening day episode. Ever. I don't know what's up his ass. Kevy, baby! It's serendipitous you're calling me right now. I was just reminiscing that we've never done an opening day episode before. Chincholo, sweetheart, I'm calling you from my Bluetooth. Oh, the Skull Candy Sesh in-ear true wireless headphones in graphite? Yeah, man. When you factor in the $39.99 annual warranty with my active lifestyle, fuck, I'm practically making money. Accessories are the bedrock of my identity. You know how many times I've lost shades on the white water waves? Anyways, how's Casey? I noticed you guys haven't been as active on TikTok lately. Is everything okay? Ah, man, the case has been closed. I found out some stuff. You ever do a quick Wikipedia search on her? Fuck, man. I know this is childish of me trying to shield you, but I was just praying to God naively that you'd never find out. Yeah, I fucking couldn't believe it, actually. I'm sick, frankly. She was planning on auditioning for Dancing with the Stars. Can you believe that shit? Who the fuck does she think she is? Trying to steal the limelight from you? Three weeks before the Kevy's Country Breakfast live show in Tilsonburg, Ontario? I swear to Christ, these broads are merciless. We never had this conversation, but I should have been at the forefront of her demo reel. The fact that she's trying to get close to Tom Bergeron behind my back is reprehensible. So I said, fuck it. I dropped Clementine off in Fort Lauderdale and said, sayonara, bitch. I'm proud of you because at the end of the day, you listen to your heart. But opening day, man, this is the big time. What kind of mentally deranged dud boy dipshit would even consider watching an inning of Major League Baseball this season without first consulting the Kevy's Country Breakfast season preview show? Of course, I've been preparing for this. Every single angle has been analyzed. Those dark horse picks for your fantasy draft. I have like 50 names locked in a PDF. Who's going to break out this year? Which managers are on the hot seat? Whatever you need, I'm ready to go. Even if that means occasionally watching an inning or two, I'm willing to try it. Thanks, man. I knew I could count on you. You know, through thick and thin, hosting this show with you is the greatest joy of all. I'm about to head into the studio, but before I do, I'll be picking up your favorite 
a 48-pack of chocolate drizzled croissants from Costco. Nothing's too good for you, old slugger. Aw, shucks. Kevy, you know you spoil me. I'll see you soon. Bye, dude. Fucking no-talent piece of shit. Fuck, that puss puss makes me sick. Cookie! 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 Get me my Travis Snyder jersey right now! Regular season is upon us. Buck Martinez has his hair did, his polo creased, and his base tan toned to perfection. Thank you very much, Jamie. <laughs> Let's like the uh, we're just are we all just collectively admitting we're up for full of shit with the Springer thing? Like, are are you can, are you just can you guys just admit that aloud? And do you agree with me that we as Jays fans are basically overlooking this? We're basically downplaying it, basically not talking about it because he's a sick player. And this is a great addition to the Toronto Blue Jays? Yeah, I guess so. Ultimately, we're just like going to let it slide because he's now a Blue Jay. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I the, mean, the fact, I, but if he, the, if he does play terribly, then I'm totally fine with just bashing him until, the, <laughs> until his contract's over. I don't know. I don't think he's, he's going to play terribly. I think he's a no, fine No, I don't player. think he will he's either. A, he's, and he's a, he's a great addition to the squad. Yeah, uh, but, I mean, he we, was... but we are so fucking full of shit. Our eyes are brown, though, right? Like, Jesus fucking <laughs> yeah. Christ! If this was any other team, if this was the fucking Yankees, they wouldn't hear it. They'd be fucking bullshit spattering, and and they didn't. The, the fucking Astros, who again stole the World Series, and this and George Springer was the MVP of that World Series. He's they, also had they, amazing playoff runs a few times. Like he's a really good playoff play, player. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Uh, and again, I'm not taking. I, I think again, we're we're all fans of George Springer, uh, but the fact that uh, because of 2020s bullshit and they, there was no one in the the fans because of COVID, they never got there. They never got what was coming to them ever, ever, ever. And they should still. They definitely should still. And you might see Springer on the road getting some booze. And you could kind of understand it if you were an opposing uh, fan, would you not? Fine with that for sure for sure I, I wonder i wonder if he will get those boos i'm sure like the diehard baseball fans will be booing and they should though i mean they yeah. sort of should i mean i would be i would be if he wasn't a blue jay you're right here's the of course he's the face of our franchise now like he's the guy he's a fucking guy's got swag he's got the so- high socks he's playing center field right and i i'd be lying if i said it wasn't exciting but it is it's a little fucky well right? like you gotta, you gotta look right. at it this way right like, you can't you can't ignore the fact that he was a part of a team that cheated that's something that's always right. going to be attached to his history, no matter what. It's now it's all about what he does going forward, and that's the same for all the Atros. At least he has that motivation to perform. Like he he knows that he's got that black cloud yeah. over him, right? Like he's got to be better. excited are you guys to see this blue jays lineup this year like they're gonna be really fucking good from t- top to bottom they're pretty they're there there's not a ton of weaknesses like top to bottom for no offensively the team is very exciting i don't think that's a question at all like not it's only the from pitching the, that's the concern right as yes all, like, it, with most clubs but with most clubs but yes they don't have they don't have a lot of bona fide studs like guaranteed are going to give you night in night out innings right yeah right it's unfortunate that um pearson is already hurt right so 
Yeah. I mean, he is relatively green to the to league. Yeah, just, and they're not going to yeah. expect him to pitch like a full uh, season this year anyway. Not starting. They no. never were. No, of course not. He's going to be a starting pitcher and he's going to be he's going to be elite, yeah. but no, it's not going to be it's not going to they're not going to just throw him to the Wolves north should they. It's, right. I want to I want to be weary about yeah, it, but so, I, I I like what Steven Matz has done so far in spring. Uh I oh, absolutely. I hope he I hope great. he maintains yeah. that throughout the season cuz he's basically a veteran at this point, right? What a great guy to cheer for too. That'd be fun, right? Well, he's also got he's also got like good stuff, right? He's got he's got the good, so it's just a matter of him putting it together, right? So Tocholo, I love you, and I'm guilty of this myself, but what a fucking bullshit sports talk radio <laughs> cliche comment that was. Oh, if he just gets his command under control and keeps his walks down, he can really come into his own this year. I'll hang up in this year. <laughs> so yeah, the Jays aren't knee-deep in household arms by any stretch, but there's a number of young guns with a tremendous amount of upside. Alec Manoa has been mowing down Yankees fucking left and right this spring. Simeon Woods Richardson has been absolutely lights out in the bump. We're recording this a few days early, but odds are they're not been pricking camp at the club, of course. But it's just nice to know that these reinforcements are on the way as the season goes on. These guys are sitting in the wings. Also, how fun is it going to be to watch Jordan Romano close out games? The guy paces in the bullpen like he's a disgruntled Walmart employee about to shoot up a fucking break room. <laughs> That's the exact type of psycho lunatic energy I want in my closers. It's incredible. It's a tough assignment for someone like Kevin Kevin Biggio, who's expected to just play all over the splattered all over the diamond, right? Like that's the super super utility kind of kind of guy. He's like right? the Ben Zobris of our team, he, right? He's absolutely yeah. the Ben Zobris. Such a nice 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 thing to have, though. <laughs> but that's a tough skill set. It's just hard it to is. play. Like, okay, you're going to play second base today. You're going to play third base. They're, I think they're expecting to play a lot of third base, but then all of a sudden you're in left field. That's a tough assignment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's not like you're just playing co-ed softball. And you're just going out there with a few drinks. Like this is fucking the show. And to expect that of him is a lot. I think that's really underappreciated. We were talking about this that Kevin Biggio is the fucking he's the mayonnaise in a BLT. You know what I mean? He's not like he's the bacon. He's right. The, the bacon. You know what I mean? The bacon. The lettuce. He's not even in the fucking name, but if he's not there, that's a great way of putting it. And that is Kevin Biggio. Right. (laughs) This is is cutting edge analysis we're going to give you this year. It really alleviates a lot of the pressure off the, the young core of guys like Bijou Bichette, uh, Vlad, when you bring in a Simeon or you bring in a Springer, right? Because all of a sudden, right. you're, all the pressure offensively isn't on you to produce or nothing else happens, right? So you stretch the lineup that much further. It's exciting. It's. I feel like the Simeon signing went under the radar because he was like a like a MVP finalist a couple of seasons ago, right? Yeah, 2019, he was uh, number three in AL MVP voting. Uh, oh, that's so sweet. Now, it's interesting because they you, you want to like dig deeper in we're fucking morons to explain this properly but like my like you know amateur understanding of it is he obviously had a breakout year in 2019 but if and and then he kind of kind of a down year last year but it's a small sample size so you're do you have to do you give more. like every but player they, a pass last year like you got it right uh, like, yeah yes. more or less but you could play but you could but you can play either way if you have a great year like ah it was just a small sample of your bad year uh, <laughs> so you could play the narrative however you'd like however if you look in the peripherals deeper in the analytics of Simeon he started off kind of slow but then as it went on like his hard hit rate and like like they, like just like his Overall performance increased drastically. Not enough of the sample size to improve his overall number from a 60-game schedule. Right. But he was on pace to be on the echelon of who he was in 2019. So, so when they're looking this deep, it, like there's there's not a lot. Like Simeon is the real deal, right? And that's the gamble the Blue Jays take. Plus, it's a one-year deal.
Yeah, I've got I've got two predictions that I'm gonna I'm gonna hold to until the end of the season because I think that's when you know we'll know the Davy locks. The first one is that Marcus Simeon's going to get a contract extension. Wow. I think by the trade deadline, he will get extended by the Blue Jays. The caveat being that he, you know, delivers in the way that they expect him to. So you don't think like something like a Jordan Groshans or an Austin Martin coming up is they, they want to they sign him to an extension? Like you, you don't think it's like it's a development thing for the younger players? Not as, and, and then it's a chance for Simeon himself to reprove his value and then get a much larger contract from a different or a different suitor in the offseason. To me, that looks more likable. I would love to have Simeon in long-term Blue Jay, though. If that, it, I, I'm saying I'm not I'm just like disagreeing, but it'll be interesting to see how the Toronto front office values that because, again, you have Groshans and you have Austin Martin in the wings. Yeah, because the way, the way I'm looking at it is like the way they've developed players and pulled them into the majors in the last couple of years, if they follow that trend, you're, you're going to see an Austin Martin in probably two or three years from now, not, not right away. But what about the projection of thinking in the off, next year, next offseason – you're like this team is great, but we need a we need a bona fide stud. We need a we we need to sign a starting pitcher. Like, would you not say you should put your your eggs into that as opposed to giving? Because Simeon, if Simeon performs to an elite level this year, Simeon's going to want Springer money, and I don't see the Jays giving a Simeon a Springer contract. No, no. But I, Marcus well, Simeon, how, how Marcus old is Simeon, si- Marcus Simeon's a year younger than than George Springer. Oh wow! Yeah, you're right. So I I just I, I mean it, with all due respect for Simeon because he deserves a long term contract he's he is a, he is the fucking in the show right he's an elite player if he puts up a, a caliber year that he did in 2019 for him not to expect Springer money would be outrageous so I just don't see it happening if it did I think it'd be cool but I just feel like they're probably going to go narrow and start pitching right well you can you can get I think I think you can see Springer money uh, yearly I think the AAV. Uh, for like a two-year deal is something he would accept, especially if the team's winning, especially if they're they're playing great baseball. I can see them absolutely right. trying to get an extra two or three years out of him and are willing to pay for it. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting to see how it plays out for sure. Okay, Dave, what was your other point that you wanted to get uh, My to? other prediction is that this goes back to my, my Steven Matz crush. Uh, he's going to be in the top three AL Cy Young this year. Whoa, that's a what? bold prediction. Dave is fucking horny for Steven Matz. <laughs> I know, I know. And he's fucking talking with his dick. Because <laughs> I, I, Steven Matz, I, okay, I would. Steven Matz is a fucking stud in more ways. That guy is a hunk, and that guy is that guy is some lights out stuff. I think he, I think he can rebound for sure. But you were saying you were saying top five side. I said top three, uh, but top five is more generous. <laughs> He's gonna put up. He's gonna be like. He's gonna be Garrett Cole this year. I mean, that would be sick. Imagine that. Wouldn't that be a fun thing? I hope Dave's right, but I think Dave's talking with his dick. What do you think, Tajol? Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, Dave is just excited. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's a little crazy. But I mean, let's. I hope he's right. Let's. That's I hope he's right say. too. Is that, <laughs> Dave, prove us all wrong in your fantasy league and draft Stephen Matz first. <laughs> yeah, first with your first, first overall pick. pick. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah, I, I might do it just just because. Okay, so let's go to let, let's get to the over unders here for the Blue Jays. Absolutely. Okay, so last year they had 32 wins, and if you extrapolate that over a 162 game season, that's 86 wins. Okay, so their over under this year is 87 and a half. So last year they over they overperformed. They went over their um, over under. I think last year their over under was twenty seven wins. I know it's hard because it's a shorter season, but with the sixty game season, the fuck that over under projection. I agree. Because, I agree. Yeah. But it, they still went over, which was nice. I mean, they made the playoffs, so um, okay, I know. But they expanded the playoffs. Come on, come on. I know, I know. But still, it was still nice. <laughs> okay, so eighty seven and a half. What do you guys think? Can we beat that? Yeah, taking the over. I like it. I'm taking the over. 
I'm taking the over also because I know that's my highest. Like, I'm going to make more money on the over. See, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like doing this because I, I like... Like I do, if I was like gun in my head and I wasn't a Blue Jay fan, I'm not going to take the over. But but I'm not going to root all season for me to be right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to take the. Well, like, yeah, you got to take. You know, I, wanna, I know. I want to. I, I think we're all going to take the over. I think ultimately we're but, all going to take the over because we're going to be fucking idiots. Like bullshit. Yeah. Like, but 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 if I was but if I was just a, if I was just a baseball fan, I would probably take the under. But I'm not going to take the under. Why would I take the under? <laughs> right. So, but do, right? but I think but I think I, I think. There's reason to be optimistic, even if you weren't a Jays fan. Of that course, they could do it. but here's the thing: it's reason to be optimistic. But this is the fucking ALE still. This is the real shit. The <laughs> Yankees, the Yankees are fucking stacked, right? The Yankees yeah. have guys like, and and if when if they're healthy, they're fucking lethal, right? The Rays are still going to Ray. So they lost Snell, right? And they and then Charlie Morton signed with uh, to free agency to the Braves, but they signed they signed Michael Waka, right? They signed fucking uh, Rich. Yeah. They they got Rich Hill now, right? Yeah, you, you can they never have Chris you Archer. Never. They signed Chris Archer back, and they do this fucking mad scientist shit, where they tinker with their with their you know with their pitch mix or focusing on what to to aim for, and they all of a sudden they turn these guys into fucking suds. The Rays are going to be a fucking hair up their ass, and the Rays are still going to be deadly. And then uh, Randy Rosarania, who's basically essentially Babe Ruth out of nowhere now yeah. on that squad. Is he for real? Well, That's outrageous. If Austin Meadows comes back and is just like top tier Austin Meadows, like that lineup can still rake. They still have a fucking, you know, what was the Kevin Cash line? They have a, they have a staple full you of guys. Yeah, that you can't count with the Rays. But Kev, none, none of us are, I don't think any of us are going to say they're going to win the AL East though. I think. I don't I know. Think- I don't fucking know because if the Yankees, if the Yankees go down to injuries again, I mean, there's a lot of question marks in the Yankees rotation. Of course, Garrett Cole's a study. He's one of the top pitchers in the league. But at post that, nothing is actually guaranteed to be lights out. There could be injuries to, there's every year fucking Stanton goes on. Every year Judge goes down. Is is Urshela gonna like is he for real year after year? Is Luke Voigt real year after year? Nothing is guaranteed in fucking sports, especially in baseball. So it's hard to say. I like the Rays are gonna be fucking right there, and then deepening this division even further. The Red Sox aren't as bad as people think that they are, right? Like they're still a hair up your ass. You don't want to go to Fenway and play. The only thing for sure is that the Orioles are not gonna win more games than the Blue Jays. That's the only thing guaranteed in the AL East right now. Now, I'll do you one better. The Jays are going to finish ahead of the Red Sox, and if they don't, they have some big fucking problems going forward. They're going to be in the mix for the wild card, so get those high-life bottles on ice, baby, because it's going to be a blast. I run online this morning on KevyCuisineRumors.org that Chinchola recently tried Taco Bell again. So as you know, is I'm not really a Taco Bell fan. I haven't, well, I've only had it on a couple of occasions and very long time ago. Yeah. Give me your history with Taco Bell. How many occasions, you say a couple total in your life. You've probably had it like five. Maybe, maybe two times. We're savants of that Southwest flavor. Yeah. So. <laughs> right. so we talked about it. And so you guys gave me your opening day order. So, um, so Kev, go through the order again because I can't I can't remember everything, but I had it all. Dave, you had you had it right. You had it like an hour ago. <laughs> I know I did. I did. But did you just black out? <laughs> you have the memory of a fucking goldfish. <laughs> no, but I just remember. That's I just, such a good point. You had it what? Maybe forty five minutes ago. You you finished it like. 
Yeah, who, who but could know, right? You just close your eyes and say surprise me. Just throw it down. Yeah. No, I, I had my phone open. And I'm like, can I get the this and the that and then this? And then... So if my memory serves me correctly, this is a cornucopia of riches here. On the list, we had a cheesy gordita crunch, the crunch wrap supreme, a hard shell taco, a soft shell taco, and rounded off with a fry supreme. I got to be honest, you guys, I was pleasantly surprised. I actually, yeah, for the most part, that was like a seven out of ten order. I was quite satisfied i also went into it very hungry i like skip kind of skip breakfast i just had a little bowl of cereal and then i had a busy morning (laughs) so it was like sort of it was like the perfect storm of like ready to chow down so you have to you have to hit it at the right levels yeah what do you think david are like having like a stuffed turkey dinner then going in like (laughs) gordia crunches what the fuck no you're right right. it felt like i wasn't eating like trash food so that was com- that was comforting. Well, you were you okay, were eating you trash. You most certainly food. were. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like borderline medicinal how clean it was in there. It was nice. Yeah. So, what was your favorite thing, Chincholo? So the easily, I forget. I don't know if it was the cheesy gordita crunch or was it the chalupa, but it had like a like a thicker soft shell and then cheese. And then a hard shell taco, and then the toppings inside. That's the cheesy gordita crunch. It was fucking awesome. I was like, I'll just get five of these next time. (laughs) (laughs) So you also got the crunch wrap. So the crunch wrap was not that good. That was the one thing I was like, this, I could just have the gordita crunch. This was, this is where I feel like Dave and I are going to go to war right now because he also (laughs) thinks that the crunch wrap is better than the cheesy gordita crunch. And you're out of your fucking mind. I I think it's better. The the cheesy gordita crunch is probably in the top five, like national fast food items available. Like, like including everything. You know what I mean? Well, you know what it is? It's that, it's that like thicker tortilla. It's like a puffier, like pillowy. (laughs) It's so good. It was really, really good. And it's got cheese on it. It was, it was, I don't know what, like you guys are always arguing about hard shell, soft shell. Just get fucking the, the combo of the both and get that. I don't know. <laughs> no, but the thing is you, you, you always get a cheesy gordita crunch. I'm saying you, you got to get a couple of things after the meal. Cause you're a fucking maniac. Right. So it's nice to then get an, a taco or two. If you're really hungry, you know what I mean? Yeah. Taco Bell does not fill you up. Like that's something I've noticed about it. Well, it can. Oh, it definitely can. You get a cheesy gordita crunch, you get a fry supreme and then you get two tacos. You're going to be full. What the fuck? I, I think you that you should be fine. Like any normal human being should should be fine with that. So I, I do have an I do now have an opinion now because you guys do always argue the soft and the hard. You got to go the hard at Taco Bell. Oh, wow. absolutely. One hundred exactly my man at Taco Bell. <laughs> you guys both suck. So the hard. So the soft, they don't they don't do anything to the tortilla. It's not like warmed or it's not toasted. Yeah, so it's just like this bland white blanket on a. It's gross. Yeah, you can roll like, it up. Just I, get I, the I hard. Just fucking roll it up. It's I don't sick. think it's gross, but Chichola's right. The hard shell is nah. way better at Taco yeah, Bell. The, the, the hard shell is 100% better. Yeah. Hard shell tacos suck the most, though. Like, and I'm not even saying that overall in life. I'm just saying at Taco Bell. That's no, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Is like, I love a flour tortilla like on a taco, but it's got to be toasted. It's got to be like warmed in a pan. It's got to have some yeah. grill marks. It's got to... Yeah, it was just bland and boring to me. So. Dave, you, Dave, you prefer the crunch wrap, but here's why I think you've, you're you're off you're off because the inconsistency of the crunch wrap is what brings it down. You know what I mean? Like you don't know what's under the hood, and they cram it all in, and then you some some bites are irregular, and that's it's back to the flour tortilla. If you're just biting into that tortilla, and there's nothing else. Well, that's why that's why you have like you know pounds of fire sauce. So you just have tortilla and hot sauce. Well, if you're if you're compensating with hot sauce, then Dave, you're, it's not that good. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I think it was the. So, I would not get the soft. I would get ten hard 
nutshell if I had to choose for sure. That's yeah, that's exactly my order. I have I find that interesting to Cholo because I actually anticipated you to just shit on this place forever because you were so resistant for so long. And I was shocked because I'm like, Cholo, it's just it's not that bad. <laughs> so that was my that was the last point I wanted to make was so I got all ground beef as yeah, for your yeah. suggestion. The first time I went, I got chicken, I got like a steak, I got cheese. I got yeah. ground beef and the ground beef was fucking really good. It was not, I, I was I not, it's, it actually had texture to it. It, I, it, it was like, it wasn't just addicting. slop. Yeah. It wasn't slop. Like <laughs> I thought it was, I thought it like, I thought it was just going to be like this runny. It is slop. No, but it had a bite. Like maybe I had a really good quality ground beef. Cause it was like, it had a bite to it. This is fantastic too. Cause any, anytime you get fast food, you are rolling the dice. That's why people complain about fast food or shut the fuck up. This person's <laughs> making minimum wage. This is the agreement of what this thing is. You're compromising all your principles environmentally and labor wise to come here. Shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, so you roll the dice sometimes and you get fast food and I like, that you had your Taco Bell experience on a really good day because you can get bad fast food sometimes, yeah. right? Well, that that was the thing. It was like I was so glad I went inside too because it made me feel better about the experience. Like, I, like if I was just going through the drive-through, I was like, "What the fuck are they doing back there?" Like, right, I literally right, right, watched right. the lady make them, and I was like, <laughs> "You know what? I'm on board." I was like immediately on board. Oh, I'm very excited to take down some tacos on opening day. I've been gradually increasing my order over the last month. Like, I'm a starting pitcher stretching out his innings. <laughs> It was good, Kev. I was actually, I'm, I'm sorry I've been shitting on you for so long about Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to one day, like, seeing you guys again and getting drunk and eating Taco Bell. <laughs> it's like he's reconciling with his daughter who married a black man and she hasn't talked to him forever. Be, it was actually really cool once I got to know you. Maybe sometime we can all see each other and get a drink or something. <laughs> I don't know. It was um, <laughs> it was really Christ. good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I actually had one other thing I wanted to say too. Thanks for basically side-handedly say that David and I are like pieces of trash, rats, <laughs> shits. You, because I, I don't know. You guys said you ate there. I always thought it was dirty and disgusting. Chola thought he was gonna get a needle in his dick. <laughs> And with that, this episode of Kevy's Country Breakfast has come to an end. Wherever you're listening to this right now, and let's be honest, you're not currently training for Tough Mudder with earbuds in, no, the safer assumption is you're in line at the beer store with a moderate stomach ache, holding in the empties from a value brand 12-pack purchase no more than 24 hours ago. We know our demographic and God love you for it. If this nonsense tickles your fancy, be sure to subscribe as there's boatloads of more horseshit where this came from, bucko. Follow us on Twitter at KCBPod and Instagram at Kevy's Country Breakfast. Also, shoot us a line if you'd like a free magnet as those fuckers were earnestly purchased days before the world went tits up and we still have a shit ton. Stay safe, everyone. Fuck the Ted Rogers statue, and let's go Blue Jays!